might be expecting Pastor Tim to be back here, and he will be. But the last time that we did a baptism, uh, he made an announcement, and just wanted to remind you of it, that we are going to be able to enjoy the privilege of uh, us as pastors and elders being able to baptize those that, that we oversee. And so the first baptism we're doing is, uh, by Brit is Brittany King, who will be coming in here in a moment. Uh, I've had the privilege of being able to disciple she and her husband, Mitch. Uh, Mitch, where are you? There you are, way back there. Um, such a blessing. Those of you, uh, many of you know Mitch King. He grew up here, went off to the military, came back, met someone really, really awesome, and they ended up getting married this past spring. Um, you can come in. It's fine. Um, just what a tremendously godly woman. She's going to tell you how she came to know Christ. We get the privilege of being able to enjoy this, our sister in Christ. And so you're on. Oh, man. Okay. Hi. <laughs> Um, so when, when someone asked me to share my testimony, um, I feel like it could be short and sweet and to the point, um, yet I sit and reflect on how I truly came to know and trust Christ as my Lord and Savior. It's more of a story than I anticipated. Please understand I come from a long line of women who cry about everything, so <laughs> bear with me. I can't guarantee I will cry, but I can't tell you I won't. Um... I was born and attended a Methodist church my entire childhood. In Toronto, Ohio, I was baptized as an infant. We moved to Uniontown, Ohio, where I was raised, um, and my parents began a membership with the Greentown United Methodist Church. We attended every Sunday, and I'm truly grateful. See, here I go. <laughs> truly grateful that my parents decided to do that. That's where, now I lost my spot. Um, that's where um, I found a firm foundation for the love of Christ. Um, I was in the children's choir. I helped with church dinners, vacation Bible school, and much more. And as I grew to become part of the youth group, um, we became active in mission trips, going to North Carolina. Um, we hosted a Bible school on the beach. And it was at that point that was the best part of my life. I had a group of friends that believed in God, faced similar teen struggles, and continued to accept me for who I was, and I could be myself. December 1st, my 15th birthday, <laughs> um, the youth group I was a part of went on a winter retreat, and it was at Camp Wanakee, a Christian camp in Beach City, Ohio. Um, my youth director always would tell us each year not to anticipate or compare the experience to the previous years because each time was to be different, and if you don't have expectations, you can't be let down. You'll be more open. Um, little did I know that was the night that would forever change my life. Um, we were at the retreat center, and I can't remember exactly what the lesson was on the night, that night, but the conviction I felt has stayed with me. The spirit moved in me, and I knew at that moment I was forever a child of Christ. Upon returning to church, I then took a confirmation class, as many people in the Methodist church do, confirming that I agree with the doctrine and that I accept Jesus Christ as my Savior. I completed that and continued to attend church weekly. Um, I was diligent in bringing friends to church so that they could hear the gospel and hopefully become saved as well. Um, I suppose I could end my story there, and that would, short, that would fit the short, sweet, and to the point story. Obviously, there's a lot more of details to explain when somebody says, how did I get to here? Um, it's the less than glamorous part of my story. 
It's where I often hang my head in shame because I don't particularly like to share because it sometimes can hurt. But as I reflect, I feel compelled by God to share parts of the story because it's filled with faith, hope, and of love. It's my story. Now, I won't go into all the details, but I feel it's important that you understand the concept of progressive sanctification. <laughs> Thank you. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, this was something I didn't know about, and I am not the same person that I was when I accepted Christ. I have changed. Some days it's not noticeable at all, but it's our job as Christians to become to dive into the word and become more like Jesus. Thank you so much. Um, I was away for church for over 10 years, and I had the mindset of many people, you don't need the church to be a Christian. And I feel that mindset is part of the reason why my first marriage failed. We were 19 and 20 years old. We lasted 13 years, but it wasn't easy. We started a family, and I did my best to raise three kids to know and love Jesus. But that's the hard when you're the only one working towards that goal. Going through my divorce is not something that I ever envisioned in life. That is where I sometimes feel like a failure. But I stand before you to tell you that God's plans are way better than anything you could ever imagine for yourself. In 2020, my New Year's resolution was to get back into the Bible daily. And I did this with the help of my phone on an app. And there's a daily verse that's shared. And I would go into the Bible, and then I would end up reading the chapter as well. I'm a nurse, and I would often share um, my verse with whoever would listen at work. One person I shared this with was Mitchell. Um, and he also worked at the hospital. One night, I had asked him to help me wash somebody's legs and feet because I am not a foot person. Um, so I asked him to help me, and he, of course, was very, yeah, sure, definitely, I'll do that. And we get to midnight, and my Bible verse then changed. And surely enough, I open it up, and I read John 13, verse 14, and it said, And I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, and you ought to go and wash others' feet. <laughs> so, needless to say, I told Mitchell, thank you very much for your help. This is something that I'm going to have to go and face on my own. So, after that, Mitchell and I ended up sharing our verses very often. He downloaded the app, and we decided after that point we started coming to church so he invited me here and he's been here since he was young so that's how if you ask me how I got here that's that's pretty much the story um, we started dating and then we have been married almost four months now um, and I have always held tight to the verse Jeremiah 29 11 for I Know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster to give you hope for a future. Never in my life would I have ever pictured that this would be my life. But God's plans are better than any plans that you could dream of. And I'm, great, I'm grateful for progressive sanctification and that my journey is ever-changing and I continue to grow closer to God. 
I'm grateful for the people that helped me grow closer to God. And I'm thankful for the chance to get to share with you my obedience um, and be able to be an example for my children in front of you all as I repent of my sins. And um, thank you for being a witness to the outward proclamation of my faith. Thank you for this opportunity and thank you for listening while I cry. No, to just publicly thank you, you and all by yourself, you've expressed a desire to know and do God's word. Um, you've been a godly example to Mitch. You've been a godly example to me. I'm so thankful. It's a blessing and an honor to be a part of this. Watch. Okay. The last time that we did a baptism, he asked about the watch, so we wanted to make sure. So that's fine. It's, it's good. All right. Brittany King. That's why. Brittany King. It's with great pleasure. I baptize you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. again. This is my good buddy Jerry. He's my neighbor about 19 years ago. He came to know Jesus. He's going to share his testimony. Come on right over here, Jerry. The microphone's right there. If you feel if you can share it. Yep. Okay. Thank you. Uh, my name is Gerald Spralin, and I was asleep one night months ago when I was awoken with a fear for my very soul. It was not long after that I sought the, the counsel of Pastor Tim Potter, who used to be my neighbor years ago before he moved away. He helped me seek the Lord Jesus Christ in order to be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Since then, I have endured many trials and setbacks in my faith, yet I still believe in my heart that God sent Christ to die for my sins and three days later rose him up, restoring him to life and fulfilling the divine scriptures. I now stand here before you now, seeking to be baptized in water so as to honor the Lord's commands regarding baptism. I'm thankful for God's forgiveness in Christ's name. dad with us here and his sister Sierra thanks for joining him today and uh, being testimony hear his testimony and uh, watch him honor and serve the Lord good to have you up here he calls me old friend so I'm going to call him good to have you up here old friend I'm Jerry Spratt let him find your profession of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and demonstration of fruits of repentance and 
desire to obey the Lord in baptism, I proudly baptize you in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. stand together. I'd like to have a moment of prayer for folks that were mentioned earlier in the service. And thank you again for your patience. Of course, you all know there's no evening service tonight. We didn't seek to make this morning's longer, so we just have to make up for not having one tonight. <laughs> Some of you might be thinking that. That was not the goal. Uh, but it's always good to worship the Lord in uh, both ordinances, singing and preaching and fellowshipping with one another. Amen. And uh, welcome to all you guests again. And look forward to fellowshipping with you after the service and you're always welcome here. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we lift up to you Mary Jo and the extended family. May they continue to know your peace as they grow in Christ's likeness by your grace. Give us wisdom as we minister to them as a family. Thank you for receiving Jeff to your presence among the, among the throng of redeemed saints that worship around your throne. Thank you for his reality, an opportunity to continue to learn of you in a sinless state. We lift up a Marie. Pray, Lord, by the end of today that you would cause this kidney to begin to fully function. You know her situation. Pray for Daryl and the family that they would moment by moment know the strength via the intercession that your spirit provides who indwells them. Pray for Eric that you would close up the spot, the spinal cord, that the fluid would dissipate, that he could sit up without headaches. He could return home, Lord. Please be merciful to him and allow this to worsen and heal him. We thank you again for this opportunity to worship together. We're so thankful for the church family that you've put together here at Grace. Thank you for the opportunity we have as many to come together as one to worship you, our audience of one. And may we go now more joyful than when we first came, having worshiped you together. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Happy Fourth of July to all of you. <laughs>